one of the All the Books show, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library in Wellsville, New York. I'm Eric Michaels. And I'm Nick Gunning. We talk about book news, author news, and literary news. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. This this just in, uh, Oscar Wilde, still dead. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Well, that covers author Breaking. news. Breaking. Da, 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 yeah. da, da. It's pretty good. You got any literary news? Do I ever. This just in, semicolons. Not not oh, in anymore. Oh, I got nothing. No, I, sorry. You know what the problem was? Just after the I buzzer. realized I didn't understand exactly what semicolon What a semicolon do. does. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can join two sentences into one to uh-huh. make a compound sentence. Uh-huh. That'll work. Okay. What do I do if I'm about to start listing things? Uh, That's a colon? Yeah. No, you're using commas, but if within the list uh-huh. there are smaller lists, right. then you have to use semicolons semicolons yeah okay so if i said here are some good books colon then commas? Yeah, i suppose you could do that yeah boy yeah we did a her- horrible job coming up with this language apparently yeah apparently yeah it's hard on, it's hard on you yeah uh so what's new with you we had such a busy weekend here i feel like i've just been here every single day that's true. We had the Nutcracker going yeah. on. We have tonight. We have the Andover Ecumenical Choir. That's Monday night for those of you listening. Yeah, uh, Monday, December eleventh, with the Andover Ecumenical Choir. We have Christmas movies, all sorts of stuff going on. But Sorry. this weekend was a lot. We had we were pretty much at capacity for each of the Nutcracker performances. Uh, so that was yeah. pretty exciting. Uh, a little bit of a sewage problem with some <laughs> with some pipes backing up, so the maintenance crew was yeah. on it, and yeah. we disaster was averted. Yeah. But boy, stressful times. Yeah, you got to stop uh, scheduling all our auditorium events during the great taco feast of yeah, Wellsville, New York. Really, wow, you made that gross. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, we have the Nutcracker Prince himself, uh, Mr. Bo Hutchings, coming up later on the show for a special Take 5 segment. Uh, so we'll, I guess, save some Nutcracker talk for then. Uh, what have you been reading? Let's open up the old books. Check the bookmarks. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Goodreads have been all over the place. Do you ever find that Goodreads is always like, did you want to see when books were added? It's like, no, I only want to see when the books were read. Mm. Like, oh, would you like to see them by date of publication? Yeah. No, just read. Uh, I used the date added. Oh, well, the whole bit just fell apart that right sure there. sure did, yeah. It was like that whole semicolon bit. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what did old Eric read? I don't know. Um I finished, I read two volumes of Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 4 and 5, Graveyard nice. Shift and Spiral. Okay. These end Dan Slott's five-volume run that had uh, the Spider-Verse inside them. Okay. Uh, this came after the Superior Spider-Man. Okay. Like, right after Superior Spider-Man. Nice. And so, up next for me is Spider-Man Worldwide. Oh, hey. Which is where you read ahead. Yes, I've been enjoying that series. Yeah. Well, I'm going to enjoy it in continuity. Good. So, Good I'll be like, you. I understand everything that's happening. Good. I do that anyways. I'm even glad. If- no one's around to listen. What else? What <laughs> else have you been reading? What else? Uh, I finished Star Wars, Maul, Lockdown. Boy, you've been talking about that book for a long time. Yeah. Did it meet your expectations? It did not. Oh, it overcomplicated things. I thought it was just Darth Maul in a prison yeah. trying to get out. I thought so, too. No. It's Darth yeah. Maul infiltrating a prison, looking for somebody, mm. uh, being put into like to-the-death fights, and dealing with a bunch of different higher ups and darth plagueis is there as well yeah and i'm just like this was such a simple pre- present ah not pre- what am i think premise premise thank you yep it was such, such a simple premise yeah just darth maul trapped at the bottom of a giant prison he's got to get out well that sounds like the prequels yeah oh making Convoluted, it too con- yeah, it, yeah too there was some going on politics and cameos politics, yeah um you know what i think 
there, there's a video game called uh, Chronicles of Riddick, mm-hmm. Escape from Butcher Bay, mm-hmm. and he was put at the bottom of a prison oh. and had to get out. And that was great. What are you they should have do? just done that with Darth Maul. Also, he couldn't use the Force. Mm. Sidious was all like, you can't use the dark That's side of the Force. So I'm like, boring. come on. So yeah. he doesn't have his lightsaber. So, wow. yeah, by the end, I was like... People love Darth Maul as a character, and not based on his lightsaber <laughs> He talks or a lot when he's not in Phantom Menace. Apparently. He, he wow. talks quite a bit. I didn't even... Hey, are, and, you, are you excited about... It's Star Wars week. I mean, The Last Jedi is coming out this weekend. Yeah. Are you excited about that? I am excited. I can never gauge your excitement on these movies. I'm, I'm, I'm what unclear movies? To me. The Star Wars movies. Oh, just Star Wars? Yeah. I'm very excited about okay. Star Wars. Good. Good for you. We Maybe. just we just rewatched Force Awakens over the weekend. Did it hold up? Did you like it as much as you did originally? Or yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. don't okay. be mad at me. I won't. It's fine. Yeah, like it's a good movie. I just think J.J. Abrams himself doesn't have like he has a very serviceable like eye mm-hmm. when he's like doing shots. He doesn't. I was while we were watching. I was like, there's no shots in here that like maybe I'm wrong because I might be like the wrong age or something, but I didn't feel like there were any like shots or scenes or anything that are going to look iconic that people are going to like want to recreate the same way, like the original Mm -hmm. six movies. You know what I mean? I think the, the stuff on Jakku, like with the millennium Falcon taking off, I think, I think some of her scavenger scenes, I I think there's some stuff in there, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, But I think that's just JJ. Cause I was trying to think like back to other, like JJ Abrams stuff. And I don't know, outside of, uh, the C- Spock's mom not making it to the ship in mm-hmm. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I can't think of like a visual interesting uh, map okay. of J.J. Abrams. Anyways, right. but I am excited for Last Jedi. Yeah. And unlike you, I thoroughly enjoyed Rogue One. I don't know why I had to bring that up. Well, just so you know that I was, I've was i been excited for movies. Oh, okay. I was excited for Rogue One. All right. Uh, if it was Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, oh, I'd be way goodness. more excited. Yes. So, yeah. but it's not. Mm-hmm. I got to wait six months for that. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're are they're going to use any? Like, you think about Jurassic Park three, which I know you don't like to do, mm-hmm. but they pull some of the stuff from the books that didn't make the earlier movies and have it in there. Do mm-hmm. you think they're going to be using any Crichton stuff that I don't so know far hasn't really made it to uh, the screen? The Carnotaurus is in it. Mm. He's the one from the movie Dinosaur. Yeah, Disney's Dinosaur sure. with the horns uh-huh. means uh, meat eating bull. Okay, so he's going to be he he was at least in a shot, but like. I don't know what's what's left. I guess just oh, like the know. the river rapids, yeah, because uh, they've already already used the aviary mm-hmm. stuff. So there was the river rapids. I guess they they had the uh, the motorcycle bit kind mm-hmm. of. So okay, I don't I'm know. Just curious. When does that come out? Jurassic World. Yeah, June twenty second. Wow. Yeah. Home stretch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, also, I'm reading some comics. Nice. I got a bunch of Star Wars comics. I got to read. Okay. So. Did you decide whether or not you're going to read Skipping Christmas by John Grisham with me? All right. I don't know. I don't have a copy of it. Still, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. How are you going to get a copy of a book you want to read? I don't know. It's impossible. Uh, All right. Can well, we just... I don't... See, this is a situation where I don't even want to say, can I just watch Christmas with the Cranks? Because that's yeah, not how no, I want to get it. Don't watch Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I think you could read the book quicker, and it would be better. Mm, okay. Anyway, you're difficult. Uh, let's I'm see. difficult. I, I've been so... You want to watch Christmas I've with the Cranks so, Extended Edition. No, I don't. With commentary. I've been so busy with Nutcracker and everything that I have not read a ton. I mm. did finish Red Hood and Arsenal Volume 1, and it was yeah. fine. That's a graphic novel, DC graphic novel. Uh-huh. And I'm working my way through book four of the 100 series, The Rebellion, by Cass Morgan. Yeah, you talked about this last week, too. Yeah. I'm. You need a book cracker. I'm sort of slow going. It's... Uh, I don't know. It feels a little like more of the same. You know, you have like 100? the initial three books, and this one, 
it's sort of you get to a point where everything's sort of settled and i was kind of yeah. looking forward to just them making their way just having sort of a the only what's way the they next know how. stage but it, there's like another attack with a yet another group of like rogue earth people and it's uh-huh. just like we've done this before like yeah. it just doesn't so i'm a little disappointed mm-hmm. i like the writing and it's a pretty quick read despite how slowly i'm moving through it so right. Uh, I'll make it to the other side, but okay. I feel like it's going to have to change drastically for it to feel like it was worth They're it. They're all criminals, right? Sort of. Juvenile delinquents, I guess. You know, not like okay. murderers or right. something. Just... Yeah, just like, what? I don't even know. What would they have to be to be put into a space prison but still be, like, juvenile? Well, I mean, it just because of the okay, the plot of the 100 is Earth uh-huh. is contaminated with radiation, and so they're all up on a giant spaceship, right? Um, orbiting the Earth for like a generation, multiple generations, I think, right? Um, and then when the ship starts to break down, they're like, oh, we're gonna have to do something, and so they send the juvenile delinquents, right, down to sort of be like, well, either you're gonna get shut out the airlock or you can make a go on Earth, so that's what they do, okay, um. The, the ship just has incredibly strict rules, and there's right. like kind of a zero tolerance. So a lot of the stuff is pretty small. Okay, you know, uh, sealing food and in the StarCraft universe, we we colonized a whole bunch of planets by just sending out like criminals, mm-hmm. like straight up criminals. What a great idea! Yeah, it worked with Australia. I That's guess, true. So. Yeah, and Australia seems really nice now too. Mm-hmm. Just got a bunch of deadly animals. Sure. Yeah. So. Don't go to the center of Australia. You'll be all right because it's just a desert. So yeah. 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 Yeah, or so I'm told. I mean, I've seen The Man from Snowy River, so I guess I know some stuff. <laughs> I won't do <laughs> the patent That's Eric it for me, though. I feel I like say, what is that? I'm having this situation where I'm not I'm not being that Christmassy. Yeah. I haven't even cracked a Christmas book. Yeah. I've read some to my son, but yeah. I haven't started a Christmas novel. I haven't watched a ton of Christmas. I don't think I've watched any Christmas movies outside of a couple of, um, you know, like the Rudolph and Frosty specials. While you son. were sleeping? Yeah. That's borderline. It's a Christmas scene. <laughs> yeah. So, but I need to watch. Well, we can get to that later. But there's a couple that I need to watch. What do you need to watch? Well, I thought we'd talk about that a little later with our with the interview and stuff. Oh, right, 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 right. Anyway, go ahead. Fine. Yeah, let's save all the good stuff for guest. All right. I'm here week in and week out. Why, why talk to me about anything? Yeah. <sighs> you joke, but I feel like you're really sensitive <laughs> about that. All right. Why do you uh, throw it to me? Because we're going to talk book news? Yeah, hit it. Oh, fine. <laughs> All right. Well, here are your advance notices, folks. Some of the things that are Hey, there's a giant Christmas tree in this room. We're yeah, recording well, in front of the biggest Christmas tree we've ever recorded in front of before. That's true. So Yes, I have a Christmas tree in my office window because it overlooks uh, mm-hmm. the highway back there. It looks yeah. great from the road. Yeah. It's a little in my way right okay. up in here, but... Um, I'm just going to throw this out to you. Okay. Put giant googly eyes on that Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. That'll make it more inviting. Yeah. That'll be great. <laughs> That will be great. Yeah. So anyway, don't, advanced don't get notices, by that tinsel. Uh, we're, we're jumping into 2018 at this point, but let me give you one large print. It's large print fans. The one that got away by Melissa Pimentel. Hey, I'm right here, man. Oh, hey. It's a great cover of this book. I'll tell you that. It's a nice blue silhouette. You got two people on either side. Based on the cover alone, I like it. Ruby and Ethan were perfect for each other until the day they suddenly weren't. Now, ten years later, Ruby is single, having spent the last decade focusing on her demanding career and hectic life in Manhattan. There's barely time for a trip to England for her little sister's wedding, and there's certainly not time to think about what it will be like to see Ethan again, who just happens to be the best man. I mean, if I were a gambling man, I'd say sparks were going to fly between them, but I don't know. Uh, Standard print. 
we have oh several several of our favorites back back for more uh the talented joyce carol oates friend of the library friend of the show uh boy eric's taking a lot of selfies with this christmas tree right now and it's not uh not helping our banter beautiful days stories by joyce, joyce carol, carol oates. oates what a christmas gift and we're back <laughs> a new collection of 13 mesmerizing stories by american master joyce carol oates including the 2017 Pushcart prize winning undocumented alien the diverse stories of beautiful days joyce carol oates explore the most secret intimate and unacknowledged interior lives of characters not unlike ourselves who assert their independence in acts of bold and often irrevocable defiance not unlike you or me that's funny or just in general like um, everyone, or yeah. like you and me specifically. Well, fill in the blank. Oh, my wife will be happy about this one. She's uh, she's read the first couple of these. James Patterson and Candace Fox return with book two of Harriet Blue. Now this actually started as a book shot, so that's, <laughs> the book shot is point five, and then there's the first one, which I believe is called Black and Blue. I don't know. I can't remember. We have them all here, though. I know that. Uh, this is going to be coming out in July. No, that's not right. These are confusing. Speaking of Australia, these are originally published in Australia, and so it actually came out there in July mm-hmm. of 2017. Yeah. The American printing of it, which will be the first time we'll have access to it, is coming out uh, February 19th. Finally. So for our Australian listeners, yeah. which we have some, this is old news <laughs> to you, and I apologize for that. Yeah. But Harriet Blue is going to be back with 50-50 in February. Harriet Blue. It's not easy being a good detective when your brother's a serial killer. Is that true? Ooh, that's what it says. Yeah. So that's a pretty big deal. Does she deal. use her brother to solve crimes? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Is it like a Dexter situation? Ah, the series goes like this. Was- Black and Blue is the book shot. Nice. Never Never uh-huh. is book one and then 50-50. Here okay. we are. So we have the first two of these and we are, we'll be getting this in February. You know, I keep leaning into my microphone like it's not on this arm that will just reach to wherever I am. Hmm. Now I can just sit back and relax. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Walter, have you read Walter Mosley? Do you know Easy Rollins? No, I haven't. I'm familiar with the author, though. There's been some movies and stuff. Hasn't there? Easy Rollins? Mm, I don't know. Okay. Um, Anyway, Walter Mosley's got a new one coming out. I actually haven't read this author before either. He's Mm -hmm. on the book club, uh, the Page Turner's book club for 2018. We're going to be reading. What's the book? I can't remember which one we're going to read. This uh, one is called Down you, the River on the, the Library. Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I know you don't. Just no, kidding. I you do. do. <laughs> Down the River Under the Sea by Walter Mosley from trailblazing novelist Walter Mosley, a former NYPD cop once in prison for a crime he did not commit, must solve two cases that of a man wrongly condemned to die and his own. Uh. Yeah. So that's a conflict of interest. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. That's a real problem. All right. That's what I got for you. Okay. So plenty to look forward to in the new year. Yeah. Has there been a vampire detective yet? A vampire detective. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he can only solve crimes at night. I mean, Angel from the show Angel, spinoff of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's like a detective. Yeah. That's too bad. Yep. All right. Too bad. I I like that show. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it. I never really got into Buffy, but I liked Angel. Okay. I guess I'm just like, now we can't become the first people sure to write a vampire detective sure we can yeah yeah okay not? write it differently we could set it in the 70s okay 70s vampire detective yeah i love it those okay. big wide lapels and stuff yeah he'd yeah. look great early 70s yeah okay i think so good uh, well that was the important thing I, I think we can just close out shop now. no no we've got more. all right so we're going to do the we're going to do the new york times bestsellers list for hardcover non-fiction you ready? Yeah. Number 10, What Happened by Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Sisters First by Jenna Bush Hager. 
and Barbara Pierce Bush. Oh. Number well, eight. sisters first. Bobby Kennedy by Chris Matthews. Okay. Number seven, Killing England by Bill O'Reilly. Not a lot of surprises here, Eric. Number six, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I'm in a hurry to be done with this repetitive list. Number five, Andrew Jackson and the Miracle of New Orleans by Brian Kilmeade. Mm-hmm. Number four, Promise Me, Dad by Joe Biden. Number three, Obama by Peter Souza. Oh, maybe these new ones will be new then. Number two, Grant by Ron Chernow. No. And number one, Leonardo da Vinci by Walter Isaacson. Why did you take us down this road? Because the young adult list uh That was a road move. to nowhere. We're on a road to nowhere. I don't know. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Uh, I think that's Talking Heads. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. Didn't sound like Singing Heads. I'll tell you that. Huh. All right, what do we have on the standard bestsellers list? Oh, hold on. I accidentally clicked hardcover. You got to be careful when looking at the New York Times bestsellers list because after you've done five, they will shut you out. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's 10. Maybe huh. they give me 10. We subscribed to the New York Times book review, so we could probably log in. Ooh, well, let's do that. Cool, huh? That'd be exciting. Yeah. They're listening right now like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Locked out. Revoked. <laughs> All right. Hardcover fiction for adults. Hit it. Okay. Number 10, Two Kinds of Truth by Michael Connolly. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Artemis by Andy Ware. Have you? You haven't gotten any closer to picking that up, have you? No. Have you? I'm just not, no, I'm just not that drawn it's to it. It's the bad reviews. Normally, I don't care about reviews, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. Uh, Oathbringer by Brandon Sanderson Wait. went down to 11. Yes, you do. What? You care about reviews. Not for books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, normally, I don't care about book reviews or Jurassic Park reviews <laughs> so, yeah uh number three hardcover 24 by janet ivanovich at eight Did you say number three i don't know what i said uh it's been here three weeks on the list uh, okay <laughs> uh we need to play the tape back there number seven new this week Whew, finally we were about to fall into a pretty bad christmas rut i'm already there oh geez yeah i can't see your eyes i know because you're looking toward <laughs> The microphone stand, it's just, it's scary. Oh, you become a, a mesh of like man a and machine. Or something. I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, microphone face. The, mm-hmm. the famous James the Bond villain. The forgotten Justice Leaguer. Oh. <laughs> well, we went different directions with yes, that. Yes, we did. I guess we could uh, meet up in the middle and say Dick Tracy villain. Yeah. Well, if it isn't microphone face. I love it. Actually, that sounds like a perfect Dick Tracy name. Yeah. Number seven, new this week, Tom Clancy, Power and Empire by Mark Cameron. President Jack Ryan seeks to identify the hidden forces escalating the tension between China and the United States. I don't know if they're really hidden. Number six, (laughs) new this week, Past Perfect by Danielle Steele, Mm. who is present perfect. Mm -hmm. A Manhattan family moves (laughs) into a mansion in San Francisco and encounters the ghost of its original inhabitants. Really? Yeah, we talked about this. Sounds crazy. She's going supernatural. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, your phone just went off like crazy. Thank you. Are you trying to get in touch with me? Yes, I I'm am. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five, End Game by David Baldacci. Uh, number four, The Midnight Line by Lee Child. So don't forget, he's trying Still going strong. Uh, a pond West Point class ring. Mm-hmm. And there's a larger criminal enterprise. Yep. And uh, Tom Cruise falls off a roof at a point in this story. Number three, The People versus Alex Cross by James Patterson. <laughs> So, do you think they're ever going to make another Alex Cross Tyler Perry movie? Because they I only think, made the one, right? Yeah, and I think it bombed pretty hard. But they made two with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, they did. Long came a spider and kissed the girls. Yeah, in the in the reverse order, I think kiss the girls came first. Yeah. So, I remember the 
commercials for Long Came a Spider. Mm. I never saw either of the movies. The tra- I've read both the books. The trailer was always like, you'll realize that a mind is a terrible thing. And they would stop. And you'd be like, well, for what? To, to what? And you just realized this is the mind. Oh, the mind is a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing, oh, That's yeah. a pretty good tagline. Yeah. I like that. Morgan Freeman. Diane you, Lane? You haven't seen these movies? No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Diane Alone Keaton. Came a Spider is a very good book. Kiss the Girls is good, but it's all, it's very disturbing. Okay. Uh, I guess I should just admit it. I have a hard time remembering Diane Keaton from Diane Lane. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Diane uh, Keaton is very talented. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah, sorry. Diane... Diane Keaton is like Annie Hall. Yeah. No, I know, but sometimes okay. I'm like, was that Diane Keaton or Diane Lane? Oh, well, they're so. very different. No, I know that. Okay. I think you were just really mean to Diane Lane. For no well, reason. I watched her in Batman v Superman, and I watched her in Justice League twice. Look, I don't know how many is awful. I don't know how many movies. people come out of those movies looking great. Oh, tell that so. to Gal Gadot, who's suddenly everyone's favorite. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> did you see Ben Affleck doesn't want to? Is probably not going to come for the Matt Reeves Batman film. No, that they're doing. He might show up for Flashpoint, but not the standalone Batman movie. And Matt Reeves is like okay with that because. He just wants to like cast fresh and everything, yeah. but it's just kind of funny because it used to be like Ben Affleck will direct and star, yeah. and write, direct, and star in a new Batman movie, and then it was like, well, okay, he's not directing it I'm or sort of, writing it. I'm sad he, about the way things have gone for a lot of reasons, but also I, f- I think he's a really great director. I think that like a, yeah. an Affleck starring, directing, writing Batman movie would have been good. I think getting involved with Batman was Ben Affleck's worst mistake since Geely. Really? Yes. I think he yeah. made lots of money from it. Probably true. But like he was on the upswing of like yeah. critical acclaim yeah. and everything. He's right back in Daredevil territory now. Yeah, it's rough. But uh, but the Batman of Flashpoint is Thomas Wayne anyway. Right? Yeah, but you so have to have Batman doesn't... in the beginning. Yeah. Maybe. Or at end. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're right. It's supposed to be Thomas Wayne. So, so I don't know what they would, would this one be like a young Batman then? I don't know. Rumors are going around that it's going to be Jake Gyllenhaal, which I'm not oh. thrilled about. Oh, man. Yeah. I think I would skip that movie. Really? Yes. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I no, would. No, you wouldn't. Oh, I think I would. Oh boy, you'd be. You're gonna be hard to be friends with. Is that Maggie point. Gyllenhaal gonna come back and play Rachel again? Because no, it would be a new standalone movie, and also they because have their brother, their brother and sister. And sister yeah, I get playing it. Playing love interest. No, they wouldn't. I don't think that's the plan at all. I don't think they should do that. I don't think that's the plan. I heard that's the plan, and I think <laughs> they should reconsider. Yeah. Remember when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was almost uh, Tobey Maguire's replacement? Oh. In Spider-Man Two. Makes sense. Because he hurt his, uh, Toby Maguire hurt his back yeah. during Seabiscuit. So they thought they were going to recast him with Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal because they kind of look alike. They sure do. But I wouldn't cast Toby Maguire as Batman. No, I wouldn't either. So I would, you would cast Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman? No, but I have learned to respect Jake Gyllenhaal more over the years as I've seen some pretty good movies. Oh, okay. Like um, what? Nightcrawler oh, was one. Bamf. It wasn't bad in life. Uh, Everest. He was pretty good in Everest. Okay. There's something else. Uh huh. Just every now and then when I see him, I'm like, oh, he's actually, he's not bad. I just hate Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. So he's your Batman. That's no, I, he's not my Batman. Seems like you've chosen. That's, look. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Number two on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction, Origin by Dan Brown. Uh, we find out that Dan Brown, as a child, was coming out of a, a showing of The Mask of Zorro, and his parents were shot in front of him, and so he became... Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> And number one, The Rooster Bar, which is uh, by John Mersham. Three students of a sleazy... No, that's... Pro- sorry, go ahead. Law school hoped to expose the student loan... 
banker who runs it. Oh, that sounds boring. Yeah. What were you saying? It, hasn't that gone up? Uh, I think it's. I think it debuted at one, but I thought it dropped for a while. Probably. I mean, Christmas time, baby. Uh, the People versus Alex Cross or something maybe switched it. I think Origin was at first place for a while. <gasps> okay. No, Origin was here longer. All right. Uh, I don't know. I guess we could go backwards in time. That's okay. I'm no, just curious. Here we go. Clicking back. Okay. Last week was the People versus Alex Cross, so that that would do it. Nick. Yes. That would do it. Got it. Okay. okay. Yep. <laughs> Uh yeah. Also, Darker by E. L. James is uh the best selling when you combine print and ebook fiction. Don't tell fiction. me that. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, because it's new. It's number one for the combined. This is not getting a lot of uh, play though. Darker. Yeah. When mm. she did the first, when the retelling of Fifty Shades of Grey from his perspective, I think mm-hmm. it's just called Grey, right? Yeah. That didn't. Oh, this is the sequel to Grey. Yeah gray yeah so this yes this is freed will be the last one i guess you know more about these than i do (laughs) okay thank you yeah they're they're just from the the guy's perspective which is an insane thing to do well i wonder why it uh it's here and not oh i've reached my free article limit for the month well the i don't think the the month close this i think the originals were uh paperbacks as well i don't think there is a hardcover oh right right because it'd be paperback right right that's just the way they are so E.L. James is a paperback writer, like yeah. the Beatles. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure this is high on the ebook bestseller list. <laughs> that way people don't have to admit that they're buying it. That's true. They don't have to I read think it people on a are train okay. or something. I mean, you're going to the movies to see it. Not uh, you me? specifically. No, I didn't go. Yeah. What you was begged. nice about last year was that when uh, Fifty Shades Darker, that's a sequel, when that mm-hmm. came out, there was no one in Lego Batman because everybody was going to see. You think that's the same crowd, do you? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. It was nice because I had an almost empty theater to watch lego batman yeah yeah it's really great because everybody was seeing 50 shades, 50 darker. shades darker i don't i think you, i think you're, you're telling me that audience doesn't cross over no i don't think so i okay. think you're jumping to some weird conclusions hey let's talk about star trek real quick okay uh and I, I don't know if you've seen this news or not uh it doesn't have anything to do with books but i've got you here in front of a microphone and you do get pretty heated when you talk about star trek and things you don't like about star trek mm-hmm. um we've talked before about quentin tarantino yes came to paramount and mm-hmm. said and had like a pretty cool Star Trek pitch, right? And everything, um, but now he might not direct it; he might write it. Okay. But they're saying it's going to be rated R, yeah, and directed by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about all that? Which right. makes me think it's not, not going to be uh, the Kirk, yeah, Chris Pine Pat, stuff. Did you see that Patrick Stewart came out and said if they're going to do that, he would play Jean Luc Picard? Yeah, it's crazy. Would you watch a? rated our star trek i mean i guess i would have to but yeah. i don't like it did you did you get to watch them say the f word on star trek discovery no because they did like twice or Great. something and they're like we're gonna finally say the f word yeah so. all these years of waiting yeah. for dr mccoy to be like yeah. darn it jim i'm a doctor yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. luckily finally. you have uh the other show the orville yeah the seriously so <laughs> yep. uh yeah. what if what if it's star trek but it's the uh original universe then I mean, if there's Picard. In I mean, I will probably have to see it. Right, but you're but not I'm excited not, about it. No, any of I'm not news. excited about it already. Well, I'm glad he's not directing it because he said he's only doing ten films, right. and his next film after this Manson murder film will be his last one. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want him to do it on Star Trek. He doesn't. I mean, that's not a law. He could direct an eleventh film if he wanted to. No, I know. He just said, yeah, he's going to retire at ten. Ten. I hope he doesn't. I never understand why people make like arbitrary statements like that. Yeah, I think he just thinks. Ten, yeah, I but know. I mean, he might not feel that way after he gets. What was the Spielberg's tenth, tenth movie? I don't know. That's the question. 
I don't have that a I just asked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, have you seen the trailer for Ready Player One? No. We'll have to talk about that more sure. when the movie comes out. Because that's based on the book by Ernest Klein. Yeah. That's a... I haven't read any Ernest Klein. That's true. I'd like to read Red Shirts at some point. That's not Ernest Klein. That's John Scalzi. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it could okay. be Ernest Sorry. Klein. They look the same. Yeah. Armada is Ernest Klein. Yeah. That yes. was pretty bad. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. Everybody... Well, I haven't read John Scalzi either, and I really want to read Old Man's War. Yeah. Didn't I buy it for you? Don't you own it? I do have a copy. Yeah, I just haven't Somebody's read it Somebody's turning it into a show. Netflix. Netflix is going to be turning uh, Old Man's War into a show. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Probably That's... they'll put a lot of sex in that show. Maybe. I would think. It's not... Maybe. Probably. Actually, there's lots of sex. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) All right. It'll be their Westworld. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. All right. So we've done. This is why we shouldn't go off script. We've (laughs) we've finished the New York Times bestseller list, uh, Uh and that was pretty dull. Hey. Well, just because the nonfiction didn't change at all. Oh, really? But I guess it's better than when it's just super political, polarizing political stuff. Oh. That's out there. But Netflix is turning it into a movie. A movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe that makes more sense. Yeah. I had somebody once see me reading that book and thought it just said Old Man War. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds super boring. I like it. You, oh, okay. <laughs> no, All right. it doesn't. It doesn't sound good. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Christmas because it's it's the Christmas season. And like I said, I'm totally failing. Yeah. Uh, and I know we uh, when we, we sat down with Bo earlier, and we're going we're gonna to tip that in here in a minute. Uh-huh. We talked about it some, like... We talked about his must-see, but I want to know, like, is there anything that you got to get on your list? This year? Yeah. I've been talking about Batman Returns, yeah, Batman like, Returns. all year, yeah, so yeah. unless I watch it, okay. but there's a, there's a certain person that I want to watch it with us, yeah. so yeah. that's Sally Murphy. Yeah. Sally, if you're listening to this and there's still yeah, time, the Queen of Halloween. please watch Batman Returns with us in time for Christmas. She'll do it. She's game. Yeah. She's game. Well, I got to watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. I got to watch... Uh, I haven't seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation in uh, several years. Yeah, I got to watch so that. So I would like to watch that again. Yeah. And I always like the Alistair Sim version of A Christmas Carol. Okay. I try to get that in every year. My wife has a checklist. She still has she to watch... She likes the George C. Scott. Yeah. She has to Christmas watch that. Mm-hmm. She has to watch Elf. She has to watch yeah. White Christmas. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with Elf. I don't... Okay. I feel like I've seen it. I yeah, don't really see I didn't it really like it. But then last year we watched it and I was like... This is pretty harmless. This yeah, is fine. it is. It's fine. So. The the animated one based on the musical starring Jim Parsons. Uh-huh. We watched that when it was on last year, and that was terrible. Yeah, that was really really bad. So. But I feel like there haven't been a lot of like we haven't really added to the like Christmas classic canon in quite a while. Mm. You know, like a new animated special, like what David S. Pumpkin's Halloween special did, did for, for Halloween. Halloween. Sure. Yeah, we haven't done that. Yeah, I can't. In, I can't really think of time. a recent one. I mean, there was Elf, but that was like two thousand. It was a long time ago. Two, probably. I think. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I don't know. I mean, my wife likes the holiday, but it's not critically well received. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, some things like Prep and Landing or like Arthur Christmas. I think Arthur I Christmas really has maybe lasted a little bit longer. Yeah. I think some like it. Okay. I don't. Maybe it's a. I haven't watched that. That's by the Wallace and Gromit people. Is it? I think so. Oh. But that's not uh, it's not claymation, right? I mean, it's no. just CGI, okay. right? So yeah, I don't know. There, there, it just doesn't seem like there's been many. Yeah, but, well, uh, I haven't seen Fred Claus, so oh, Fred Claus is kind of fun, but right. I don't know if it has the same staying power. Yeah. And I haven't seen the Bad Santas. Yeah, have you ever watched either? No, of those? I haven't watched Bad Santas. I didn't watch uh, Office Christmas Party. Or, oh, I did uh, want to see Office Christmas Party. What was the Seth Rogen one? The uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I can't think. Okay. But it's Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I can't think what that's called. But uh, that that looks kind of fun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
I can't. I don't know. I guess Dark Knight Rises was set during winter time. <laughs> there was snow. Yes, that's a new Christmas classic. That's why Batman had Absolutely. to wear. Absolutely, Iron mean, Man three. You want to bring that up? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just a movie. Oh well, no. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is more Christmas than uh, the one we saw. The Nice Guys. Mm. So. Every year, um, we we usually go through most of the old Rankin Bass stuff. Like I said, we already watched Frosty and uh, mm-hmm. Rudolph. Um, some of those are better than others. My favorite is Santa Claus Comes to Town. It's so long. Is it? Yeah. No. I mean, it's not bad. It's just, it's very long. Well, it's in, there's a lot of uh, lore to get yeah, through. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. So, I like, Year Without a Santa Claus, that's another. Yeah, that one's okay. That's another of them. I mean, that one peaks at yeah. the the brothers. Yeah, that's true. And then. Oh, I do kind of like ABC Family several years ago did a Miser Brothers Christmas. Oh. And it's like a sort of a sequel to that, just based on the Miser Brothers. Right. And one of the original voices was still alive, so he's there. Ooh. Mickey Rooney plays Santa Claus mm-hmm. again, which he hadn't done since like you know the seventies or whatever. Right, that's decent. Okay, that's fun. It 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 feels the same mm-hmm. as the old one, but Frosty Returns is weird. Have you seen Frosty Returns? Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the snow repellent spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's it's just yeah, odd. I liked it as a kid. because they, they always John Goodman is Frosty. It's like a rights issue. Because there's a real sequel, Frosty's Winter Wonderland, which we are showing. Yeah. Same voice, Rankin Bass Studios, all that stuff. Uh-huh. But at some point, there's like a split where some of those belong to like CBS and yeah. some belong to somebody else. So CBS owns Frosty the Snowman and Frosty Returns. Mm. And they always like play them back to back and they're yeah. on all the DVDs together as if they're connected in any yeah. way. They just couldn't be more different. Yeah. But the little girl, as we discovered last year, is voiced by a very young Elizabeth Moss. Who? Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. Like from so many things west wing or Mad Men or what's she in right now handmaid's tale okay yeah oh like her child actress voicing yes it. um so that's fun yeah i used to watch all those weird ones like the christmas in july what was yeah the yeah Frosties? rudolph and frosty christmas in july yeah was that the one where his family was like in a circus or something oh boy there was like a carnival dark i don't yeah. know that's interesting well there's there's frosty's winter wonderland there's uh didn't all his family rudolph melt and, and they had to bring him back Wow, that's, yeah. that's like the horror version of Frosty. <laughs> I no, I don't remember that one. How do you feel about Michael Keaton's uh, Jack I used Frost. to love Michael Keaton's Jack Frost. Uh-huh. I haven't seen that in a long time. That's yeah. probably best left in my memories. Yeah. That was during like the dark period for Michael Keaton. That was rough, yeah. Yeah, which lasted from like Batman Returns to Birdman, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't think of. No, it just pops up in like Herbie Fully Loaded. And I think cars, Herbie Fully I guess Loaded cars. did all right for him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. And Herbie brought Herbie's career back. Yeah, he's back so better than ever. They cleaned him up. Lindsay Lohan's doing great. Yeah. So, yeah. No, she's not really. Yeah. Both Herbie and Lindsay kind of like peaked there again. Yeah. I think they both just got into too much cocaine. Yeah, I think you're right. So, well, uh, as we said earlier, we, we just wrapped up on our fourth year of the Nutcracker. Very well received. We had great crowds, very patient crowds dealing patient with the, crowds. <laughs> dealing with the sewage problems. All right. And yes. A yes. bit of a late start and all yeah. that. But, like, in the end, it was fun. Yeah. You know, and the show was really good. The cast was good. And, yeah. Uh, some new costumes could use some and dancing things. plungers in that scene. Yes, we certainly could have. <laughs> yeah. If it was like Sorcerer's Apprentice, he could yeah. have got those brooms to work. But Ugh. maybe for next year. <laughs> maybe for next year. But anyway. Do you think we, those brooms and everything yeah. are sentient to the point where if you said, please clean out the toilet, they'd be like, this is... I don't think why so. Why have I been yeah, brought to life for No this? way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Put me back. <laughs> hey. It could be. With yeah. the dancing brooms, the head yeah. is the top like the broom handle, right? Yeah, the, it's not the No, those brush. are the legs. Those are okay. the legs. Yep. It's just good to know. Yeah. Does somebody snap them in half? Doesn't Mickey, Mickey start Mickey chopping does. them in He's half? freaking out. Yeah. Mickey freaks out. Isn't that like 
really dark murdering. for Mickey to do. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Just to chop living organisms in half. Yeah, with yeah, eggs. that he created. They're essentially yeah. his children. Yeah, so <laughs> they're essentially his children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Don't let Minnie find out. We uh, we had a chance to sit down with the Nutcracker Prince, so we're gonna play tape on that and hear what he had to say. Okay, hit hit the tape. So, Eric, I don't know if I've mentioned this over the last uh, several episodes, but the guy playing the Nutcracker Prince this year was a childhood friend of mine. Have I told you that at all? Yes. Are you sure? I don't think I've mentioned it. A few times. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it because I certainly don't remember that. But joining us today, we have an old friend of mine, uh, Mr. Bo Hutchings. Bo, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This you're going to need to get more enthusiastic than that. Thank that you was, so much. I don't want to scream. so quiet. I don't, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, Bo, Bo, how long have we known each other? Um, about 15, 16 plus. I think it's longer than that. Yeah. You think so? Well, weren't you like in eighth grade? Um, what was it, 2000? Something like that. Uh, yeah. Bo and I met in a youth production of Meet Me in St. Louis where we had no dialogue and didn't interact at all. And then we did Fiddler on the Roof together for yeah. s- several months. And we still had pretty much no dialogue. Yeah, that's or true. Interact, but, but we did get screamed at by the man playing Tevia off stage for that being was not, too rowdy. That was not our fault. So No, it wasn't. <laughs> so you've had a little time uh, here on the Nancy Howe Auditorium stage. Do you like it? It's gorgeous. Isn't yes. it? Yeah. And it's such a great building. It's a great building. And I was... I was told that it was a, a small stage yeah but i was actually very impressed when i got on the stage it wasn't as small as i had imagined no i think it's really nice it's we've done uh, eric's been in a couple shows there haven't you buddy uh yet yeah, two three yeah how two. many have we how many were yet uh well you did spin off a few years ago and then we did um what is it called star spangled girl yeah. So two. Yeah, two. Did you guys do any musicals on that stage um uh no neither one of us have i mean we did um Valley Theater most recently did Grand Night for Singing, and that was that was down here in this oh, okay. auditorium, so that was really cool. But yeah. anyway, while we have Bo here, I wanted to do a special Take 5 segment. So, Bo, are you ready? You're in the hot seat. I'm ready as I'm ever going to be. I Nick. love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so we're going to ask you five quick questions about your time here and just, just about your life. So star of stage and stage, Bo Hutchings, let me, uh, let me ask you the first question. Right. What is your best slash worst theater horror story? So a time when something went truly terrible on stage maybe Um, for you maybe for a friend honestly i feel like i'm such a pro that really things rarely go wrong that is unappealing (laughs) (laughs) but i'll come up with something okay um i think anytime anybody falls on stage oh yeah kind of hilarious (laughs) i mean falling is have you done that eric no, I haven't fallen, but I've been around people Pratt falling uh, yes, on stage. Yes, and that really. is hilarious. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, Pratt falling as in it was planned? Uh, it's yet to be determined. <laughs> we were in a production once where one time a fall happened naturally, and it was very funny. And I was like, under no circumstances are you going to try to recreate that. You can't. And he did try to recreate it, and it was not funny not in the, the slightest. So, no. Do you have a specific memory of somebody falling where it was hilarious? Yes. Okay. Um, it was, Lay it on me. Remember where we did Fiddler on the Roof in that dinner theater? I sure do. Cornwell's yeah. dinner theater. Cornwell's Turkeyville. All Shout out to Turkeyville. Um, I was doing a production of Nonsense Amen, that is men <laughs> dressed as nuns. I love it. Amen. Okay. And um, uh, there was the second act scene where I was supposed to be on the phone and uh, frantic um, trying to contact a local church for whatever reason. I don't okay. remember the story right. that well. I was just in it. Yeah. <laughs> and our mother, Abbas, comes barreling up the stage. Sure. And she was a sizable man. A man. Yeah. And he just bit it. Just fell, fell flat on his face. Fell right. And it was impossible to keep it together. That's so awesome. I tried to, and then one of the nuns behind me let out that little. 
and it was over. <laughs> it was over. I lost it. All the other nuns on stage lost it, and I honestly don't think the audience noticed. Eric and I have a long-standing tradition of whenever I direct him in a play, he breaks one of my watches. Don't you? Don't you think that's it's two, yeah. three? Three yeah. watches now? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. On accident? Once in uh, Neil Simon's Jake's Women at a very dramatic part, he's like, well, I don't even remember the line, but he throws his arm out and the watch just like disassembled and flew across the stage. Wow. And he just like watched it fall, looked at it for a minute, and I almost had a heart attack because I thought he's never going to remember the next line, you know, and then he just went right back into it, but it you killed were me. in it. And then in Star Spangled Girl, in a fight... You guys like hit each other in the hand, and the watch exploded. And it seemed like it was. Uh, what is it with you and watches? Yeah, I don't know. They're uh, these are all priceless heirlooms too, like yeah, handed down to you uh, generation to generation. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Do you fix them when they're when they're after after the fact or do I for the fix, next performance? Uh, no, I no. It's always been like the last performance too. The last oh, one. Yeah. Well, your timing's good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it, it's it's. Uh, I'm suspicious that it's actually <laughs> accidental. I feel like there's a lot of latent hostility. It's your thing to now. Get out. So, all right, Eric. Question two. All right. So, what is a role or show you most like to do that you haven't had the chance yet? And remember, King Lear is one that you have to age into. So, I mean, to me, I'll always remember you as ensemble member uh, Sydney Purvis from Meet Me in St. Louis. That's when I feel like you really came into I your can't own. Top so, that. I know. I peaked. I know. But if you were going to try, if you were going to try. Um, well, I would not touch Shakespeare, so don't worry about it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not going down right. that route. Okay, it's too sure, late. Sure. Um, I have always been interested in the role of Bobby in Company from oh. uh, uh, that Stephen Sondheim sure. musical. Sure, yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, it, it, Bobby's a central character. Yeah. It's all about... Have you done that show at all? Um, I did it in college. We did a like a staged reading where none of us were really that prepared to present <laughs> in front of an audience, but we okay. did it. Um, right. And I played Paul, one of the, you know, secondary characters, yeah. but I really wanted to play Bobby. Okay. So I think I'm getting to be that... Adrian. You're aging into I'm it. I'm aging That's into good. it. So That's I think good. it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, so. you're mid forties, I wanna say. I um, feel like you're older than I am. Early to late. Significantly to older to than me. Somewhere so. around there. Uh Bo also has a history of having to kiss much, much much older women in plays so that's well, kind of like your thing i just have so. that about me i guess i don't so. know, I don't know yeah. what it is i don't know this is just a raw animal appeal i guess that you know a type type typecast i guess there's nothing i can do about apparently. it apparently okay now let's get local i know you you and i have have had some fine food over the last couple of days yeah, so far we've so. been to the um Creative Arts Center. Creative Arts Center. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. And the Texas, Texas Hot, Hot Texas Diner. Hot. Yep. And I've in? gone to the giant grocery store quite a few times. Wow. And Pizza King. Didn't you go to Pizza King too? Oh, I went to Pizza too? King. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the question is, what's best so far? Mm. Um, honestly, and I... You're going to be making enemies no matter what you say. I want to get that out there. What? Yeah. <laughs> they were all great. Mm. They were all equally no, I'm, Eric, can fantastic. we allow that? Uh... No, no. Well, one of those is best. Yeah, okay. Conan the Bar- Conan the Barbarian wouldn't have been happy with that answer. No, you right. need to be more specific. Well, sorry, Conan, if yep. you're listening. Yeah. He, I, is. he I'm is. Of course, he's yeah. always. Listening. He's a big fan. Um, honestly, the I, the thing I like about so far the cuisine in this town is there's something for everybody. There's a different. Do you have an Italian <laughs> restaurant? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Our best best meal that you've had. Best can meal you, that I've had. Can you? Um, was it the quesadillas at the creative arts the center? quesadillas at the creative arts center is actually okay. what i was gonna go look for. he obviously wants another job here some other yeah. time so he's trying to you know make people happy so yeah. lay off him i'm sorry I'm so, well, he has catering he's trying to be pc so. here guys yeah, okay? folks if you want to hire bo hutchings like i can hook you up let me know yeah um, after this week i am unemployed yeah so that I'm thing you signed actually makes me your agent oh no so oh no but we're locked but in. i'm your agent oh, okay, so, so i actually work for eric 
Well, indirectly. I okay. mean, he can give me directives. And you're my agent as well. Yeah, I'm also Eric's well, agent. It's Eric, very, what's your favorite restaurant? It's a lot Maybe of conflicts of interest. That. Eric's favorite? My favorite restaurant in town? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gone. Is it? It was Pizza Hut. Uh, it's all gone, though. Oh, it, the building's still there, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You cannot mistake a Sometimes Pizza Hut I find him just with a single tear outside of that Pizza Hut door. It's really... Open it's another franchise, actually man. tragic. Oh, the next question is mine. Uh, I feel like this is a very schmaltzy, cheesy question, uh, and I know that going into it, so I want you to know that I know. cheesy guy. But what is your favorite part so far of, of participating in the Nutcracker? Um, you can say the giant nutcracker head. That's fine. Obviously, that giant <laughs> nutcracker head is a highlight. Yeah, he's gonna leave here with a concussion. I love no dancing question. without seeing where I'm going. Yeah, like, that's that's it's always such a a, a, a pleasant surprise good, as good. to get on stage and mm-hmm. just hope you're not gonna trip over somebody. Right. Okay. But it's actually not as hard okay. as I thought it was gonna be. Um, my favorite part about dancing in the well, this production of the Nutcracker, I think, is getting to know. I, I, I myself teach at local dance studios. Okay. So I like going around the country and just seeing what all the young dancers have to offer. Okay. And I was just really impressed with Sarah's students. Okay. I think that they are fantastic technicians and they're passionate and I'm learning so much by just being a part of this production. And I am a professional dancer, but I love working with young students because you can learn just as much wow. from them. It's a pretty serious answer. Well, what did you expect? I, no, that's I'm a pretty that's serious great. guy. Yeah, we couldn't even. Uh, that was scripted. I wrote that all down for him ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. I want everybody to know. All right, final question in the take five. Your time with us is ending. How do you feel about that? I'm Wait, sad. Final question? No, you got your final question right here. But I'm just. I want to warn him that the time is running out. That, that kind of felt like a wish, not a wish trick that you would do on a genie. Uh-huh. So yeah, I could do that. All right, Eric, take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this is. I don't want this question. Do you have a must-watch Christmas movie? Look, I don't like the way he asked that question because <laughs> it's Christmas time and we're starting to talk about these sort of things. So, Eric, try it again without the attitude, please. All right. Hey, what's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Better. Christmas. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. Hey. Go figure. So, this is the perfect question for it me because I'm a Christmas baby. Oh, you know, that's my right. Yeah. Happy birthday. 20. Thank you. The big 5 coming up. That's Thank great you. for you. Just send all the gifts to my parents' house in Michigan. Will do. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, wait, Christmas. White Christmas. White Christmas is okay. my favorite. I've never seen White Christmas. What? Yeah. Do you like Christmas? Uh, sure. What yeah. do you have against it? Nothing. Well, you got to watch that. You know what? I also haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. I actually haven't seen that either. I think we locked up the next couple of days. <laughs> it's it's a weird addition to being a Christmas movie because it's like Christmas for about five minutes in the movie. And, and then, it's when it gets like really weird as well. So it's a, it's a strange one. Yeah. Anyway. Well, All doesn't right. he like commit suicide? Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh for most of the movie, it's just a, this is his life. And then he thinks about committing suicide, and the angel comes down and shows him what life would have been like if he wasn't around. And so it just becomes like a weird supernatural film for like the last 10 minutes of the movie. It's strange. Nothing says Christmas like supernatural. Yeah. Well, well, I think we've learned a lot about It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And our Thank guest, you. Bo Hutchings. Bo, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, we'll see you next year when you replies your role. <laughs> if I'm still here, if I'm allowed here. That's still. right. Yeah, you might get kicked out. All right, thanks. See ya. Thank you. <laughs> maybe this is the year I'm going to watch White Christmas. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I've is gotten it? this far. And now it's maybe it's like a point of pride that I haven't seen. How do you feel about life. them? <laughs> those people? Bing Crosby. Uh, I, I really have no feelings at all. That's good. I just don't know anything Neither about just kids. White Christmas, they're just like putting on a show, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Isn't Aren't it most... not that Christmassy? That's what I always hear. It's not super Christmassy. I don't know. They sing a song about snow. Okay. It's called White Christmas. They probably sing White Christmas. But they're putting on a show for their old commander. I, I don't think. know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Everybody I'm just kind of glosses over the dark. Bing Crosby beating his children. It's just kind of a Jeez. <laughs> way to bring things down. Uh, yeah, I don't really get White Christmas, but people love it. Okay, it's a. Uh, I think there's a stage version too. Probably. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Weird. So. Well, I don't know. But no I promises. like Batman Returns. No that's promises. Dark. Yes, d- so. Batman Returns is crazy dark and but, crazy yeah. in general. That's true. So. That was a fun little penguin reference in Justice League where Alfred's like, I miss the exploding penguin or the exploding ducks, was it? What does he say? He says exploding penguins, wind up penguins. penguins. Yeah. But I felt like that was the detriment of that movie because mm-hmm. I was just like, I want to be you watching that movie. You want to watch Batman Returns. Well, not just Batman. No, I want to be watching like a Batman movie where he's dealing with like gimmicky villains. Yeah. Because like as much as I love the Dark Knight trilogy, and I do, like it would be nice to see like Scarecrow was the most gimmicky villain. That's true. In that thing and yeah uh, he was in a business suit most of the time yeah so it'd be nice to like see something where batman is literally dealing with wine of penguins and i know this makes me sound juvenile no way but that's classic i I want like i want to see another joker with the the uh poison the acid shooting flower yeah and you know playing cards i agree i agree wholeheartedly yeah i think that's absolutely right so. Boy, we're winding up on the the end of the year here. Do you have uh, any big Christmas things going on in the library, or any uh, any other programs you want to talk about, or in my life, Nick? Sure, I'm yeah, more than this job. Okay. Uh, no, though this will be the first year that we have uh, like all our programs still running. We'll have Anime Club going even during Christmas break. Wow. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm out of paid time off. So, <laughs> we're Merry Christmas we're gonna, to you. <laughs> we're gonna be doing all that. Um. Yeah, those school school only gets uh like a week and a half off. They're back to school like the third of yeah. January. Yeah. So, I guess in a way, I almost get as much time off as they do. I guess so. So, well, we've Are you got doing anything? we've well we got a bunch of Christmassy things planned as uh, and nice and over ecumenical choir uh, is the eleventh at seven o'clock. So I hope you can join us for that. Uh-huh. I've got a lot of movies going on on the fourteenth. We're ha- we're doing our annual showing of Polar Express. We've been doing this for about. I mean, since the auditorium reopened, really. So yeah. this has been a long stay, almost 10 years. Yeah. So we're showing that at 3.30 on the 14th. Uh, Saturday the 16th, we have a morning matinee. We're going to be showing uh, Muppet Christmas Letters to Santa and uh, <laughs> the, How the Flintstones Saved Christmas. They're both short. so that ends How do up, they? I can't tell you that. That ends up being about an hour, a little, little, little over an hour. An hour and change, let's say. The two of them or both of them? Together, combined. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be on the 16th I think I just at 10.30. thing. And then our senior matinee is a week early this year because it'll be Christmas after that. We're showing yeah. Christmas in Connecticut from 1943. That is 2 o'clock on the 19th. We got a Christmas book club going right now. We're reading Martha Grimes' Jerusalem Inn. Uh-huh. And we have a Christmas craft on the 13th. I don't Ooh. know if we have any slots for that left. So if mm. you want in, what's the craft? give us a call. We're making little Christmas tree ornaments. Take like a stick and then use uh, different, different level uh, um, Christmas colored fabrics and make little Christmas trees. Nice. They look pretty cool. Yeah. It looks like a fun craft. So that's been popular. Like I said, yeah. slots have been going like crazy. Yeah. So And you have that new craft where everybody's making a plunger and then we're Yeah, and then they go they down run down to the auditorium <laughs> and plunge it out. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's that's for adults it only. It gets the whole family active yeah. though. So that's yeah. that's a nice thing. Yeah. Uh gloves, I think that's uh, not included. No, they're it's, not. It's, it's uh, so bring gross. your own gloves. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. BYOG. Uh, anything else? BYOG. Anything else you want to toss out there into the world? Uh, I was having a good time. All right, everybody. This podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our special guest, Bo Hutchings, and we'll see you next week. Mm